There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. Ah! To trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. Yas, Queen! my gosh, it is the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us. We're so glad to have you on this lovely Friday. Friday, now, Friday. Now, it, the day didn't start out that great. Um, yes, Same. it was a day of reckoning for our choices in the My Talk Awards. Uh, we came in dead last, <laughs> like behind the Academy. Yeah, which, by the way, had a leg up because they chose the things. Yeah, but. Um, you know, it's kind of like, I feel like any press is good press. So if people are talking about us, it's <laughs> are good, they though? Right? Who's talking about us? They're not talking about us. You know who they're talking about. Lori and Julia, because they won the whole darn thing. Yes, congratulations to them. Uh, you filled in this morning. You, you've not filled in. You took on the role of uh, represent- representing the show this morning right. at 8 a.m. on My Talk for the last day of the My Talk Awards. John. Some of them I had to like... I'm, I did fight for the queen, I will say. Yeah, no, you did a valiant effort. But the other ones, there's some you just have to admit, like, yeah, that was the best Well, pick. also, it was rigged. It was totally rigged. Totally. Uh, the Academy is just, it, it is long past its uh, necessity. Like, really, I don't think we need an Academy any longer. <laughs> Truly, we're all independent, unique voices. We don't need the Academy But see, we're never going to not have the Academy because... Well... You know, not uh, with that kind of thinking. Well, because they know how mad we are at them, so they're it's like, yay, attention. This is causes controversy, so we're going to keep this around. Well, I'll keep the controversy going by telling them that they don't need to exist anymore, especially since Lori and Julia uh, were the winners, which means the rest of us were losers. Dawn, you did a great job this morning. You fought hard, you made the arguments mike you fought hard yesterday made the correct arguments mike actually brought home an award for the yeah, show thank you mike our you one know. and only our yes. one and courtesy only. of mike so and mike you you will always exactly for a hometown hero you will always uh have a special place in our hearts <laughs> however however we now have been tasked with 
filling in for Lori and Julia one of their three hours, which actually is bittersweet because I'm grateful yeah. that some other things didn't happen this morning. Dawn, we almost, to use a phrase, doo-dooed the bed. That's right, because <laughs> if Lori and Julia tied with Jason and Alexis... And, and Donna and Steve. Right. That would mean that we would have to work the whole day, all the shifts. Like, literally, I was clenching all of the important <laughs> muscles. Yeah. As we were waiting to find out which show won the last category for Crush of the Year. Was it Crush of the Year? It was yeah. uh, Crush of the Year. It was Lifetime Achievement and... Oh, shoot. What was the Yeah, other I don't remember. I'm just win. saying Crush of the Year was the last one. That's where I was the tightest in terms of clenching. Because well, they arranged the categories at the last minute well, of also. Course they, of course they did because they wanted dramatic it. pause. They wanted us all to be on pins and needles. Mm-hmm. Because if Donna and Steve had won and their pick was... Oh, Breakout Star of the Year. We had Stephanie Shu. Yeah. 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 But, but the Crush one... What did Donna and Steve Harry Styles. Harry Styles. So if Harry Styles had won for Crush of the Year, which was not impossible. I don't know what the ultimate... Do you remember what the ultimate tally was? Austin Butler. No, I I mean, I know that he won, but I'm saying, like, like, was he number two? Oh, yeah. I I think so. The breakdown was um, close. It was 29% Austin Butler, and then just behind at 27% was actually Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's right. That was was kind of an upset because when they said Ryan Reynolds, I was like... How in the heck did people select Ryan Reynolds as crush of the year? He didn't do anything. Yeah. What did he, he do in, this year? He was in Spirited. Spirited, yeah. Which I mean, was okay, that fine. musical, which sure. I actually liked. Okay. But it didn't get a lot of fine. Will uh yeah. Will Farrell was in it with them. It's it's basically the story of Scrooge, a Christmas Carol. But my point is that my things were clenched as <laughs> they were about to announce because had Harry Styles won Dawn, you and I would have been filling in. On every show. And I say bring on the it station. on. Yeah, it would have been fun, but Dawn, it <laughs> truly would have been a nightmare of epic proportions. This is what we would have done. We would have just used the same material for each show. That's what I would have done. Oh, what and I would have done would is do just like read the phone book for every other show, and then for ours made it an award-winning broadcast. <laughs> read the Constitution? Yes. Yeah, and then for Not ours. even that. Read the back of the, you know, toilet paper bag. Right. That a thing? I don't know. You know toilet what I meant. Toilet paper bag. My, well, like wherever you get your toilet paper from. It's a sack. It's a yeah, box. Yeah. It's a bag. Thankfully, thankfully, two things happened. We didn't have to fill in for every show. Mm-hmm. Three things happened. We didn't have to fill in for every show. We were not dead last. Oh, right. wait. We were dead last. But we got an award. That was my point. We got a, an award. We didn't come out with a goose That's egg. That's right. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. Third... We don't have to do all of Lori and Julia even because we all lost. Right. So we just do an hour. We're all losers. Mm-hmm. We only have to do an hour. And Lori and Julia's like, you should make Bradley and Don do the last hour of the show. Fine. We're here Whatever. anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I don't care. Hmm. Also, they were trying to get a Friday. <laughs> and, then- <laughs> and the Academy's like, it shan't be a Friday. Yeah, they're like, we will pick what day you have off. Which, which I is was like, so- they can't connect it to was- another holiday. I that was real cruel. I did too. Because like if you give someone a prize, let them pick their prize, right? It's like when you went to the ground round and you could pick a toy. Yeah. Because they could have attached it to another holiday day that we have mm-hmm. and made it a longer holiday mm-hmm. weekend. Right? Yeah. 
Unless we have pre-scheduled vacation. Get your scheduled vacations in so they can't force us to show up. Oh, well, I don't know yet. Well, just pick something. Oh, my God. Dawn, but how are you feeling? This is your first ever My Talk Awards in, uh, well, I mean, we you did last year's. Yeah. But this year, I feel like you're, well, no, you did last year's. Didn't you pick the morning show's picks last year? I think so. Because <laughs> I was going to say, but your picks got, uh, you got a lot of picks this year. So how are you feeling about uh, how we did this year? Um, not great, considering I brought up on the show that you guys won the whole thing last year. You did win. The Cobra it's team. Fine. It's and fine. And then I came along. And We like, won the first ever. But you know, no big deal. Yeah, you can't win them so all. So we went. You went from the best to the worst. But you said, um, but Dawn, it's not the worst. The worst, it is the worst is the people who didn't show up. The worst is the people who never made it to the My Talk Awards. We made it. Okay, we were there. Okay, we brought home a trophy. You're so positive. But my question to you is not like, how do you feel about losing? <laughs> how do you feel about it being a loser, Dawn? How do you feel about you? Did you learn anything? Because I know yes, I, I learned. Yes, I totally did. I learned something this year. What did you learn about this My Talk Award experience? You need to pick the movies and the stars that you know the My Talkers have seen the shows, like the most stream shows, not Google. I'm talking about what did they watch the most? Who is most on their radar? Because if they don't know the person and they haven't seen it, you just basically can't give your real opinion. You have to go with what you think the my talkers will vote for. Yeah, you're Which like okay, no might go together with your opinion. It might, but you know, more people saw Elvis than they saw. You know, yeah, I I will say that's exactly what my takeaway was this year. Is like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought we were actually having an awards ceremony where we picked our favorite categories. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. This was just a popularity contest for who we thought was going to get the most votes. That's which is fine. But now we know that going in. Yeah, they should call it the popularity contest. I want to honor the work and the thoughtfulness that you put into our nominees this year, um, because I think I think we were very thoughtful about what we chose. Yeah, and And I thought if you looked at the slate. Now that said. The other thing that I do want to bitch about a little bit. Can okay. we just talk? We're talking about the My Talk Awards. We didn't win. We lost, but we weren't the only losers. Because technically, all the other shows lost, too. That's right. So That's we're why all they're losers. filling in. Yeah. That's and they'll true. act like, oh, you guys only got one award. Guess what? You're all losers. That's right. We have some clips from this morning. Oh, God, I forgot we had clips, Don. Yeah. What do we play first? I don't know. What? Let's let Mike choose. Yeah, first off, let's. Uh, why don't we listen to when we were solidified as losers? Okay. Great. Let's do that first, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. Here we go. Let's get it started. Alexis, the time has come. Do you have the envelope? I've got it right here. Holly, the time has come. Do you have the timpani? Yes. Roll it. I am worried about my talkies. Dolly Parton, yeah. Blue yes. Jay. Yes, yes, yes. Twenty-five number ones, eleven Ooh. Grammys, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and oh. now a really good chance to give Lori and Julia twenty-five day off. Yeah, they restarted it. The audio got completely. Yeah, that's true. So that's where they won, and we officially became losers. Great. And I'm like, okay, so now we're definitely not going to win. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's right. We are delighting in this. Yeah, and then they were packing you up and sending you back to Missouri. <laughs> and I just got some popcorn and watched, you know. 
Well, I, that's People that's at the point where I started to sweat and things started to, you know, get real dicey as I was preparing uh, my body for the world today. Preparing <laughs> your body well, don't you for do the that world? The like shower. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I guess so. I'm preparing your, my body for the world. Your morning ablutions. Yeah. So as I was doing my morning ablutions, <laughs> listening to this, I'm starting to sweat profusely because I'm like, I do not want to do all. Then I was bargaining and I was doing that thing where I was like, well, maybe this isn't the worst thing. Maybe us having an entire day on my talk could be the best like billboard advertising That's for the I'm show saying. as humanly possible, right? But part of me is also like, I don't want to get up that early. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to have to do every show because I have done multiple shows back to back on this station before. And I'm telling you, your brain, you think you're ready. You think you're capable. Plan as much as you want. But come six hours in, your brain's going to be mm-hmm. juice. Every day for nine months. Yeah. Yeah. I did all of the morning show and all of Don and Steve. Oh, my God, Don. Yeah. But then imagine doing that. Plus two more shows. Yeah, I mean, Mike right now is yeah. almost doing that. He's doing five hours, so just yeah. minus one hour. Yeah. Jeez, well, Mike. no, it's 12 hours. Oh. We would have to do 12 hours on the air, Dawn. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying my brain was literally melting at that thought. And then you were relieved. We were relieved this of that stress. That's true. Flex, do, you, do you have the envelope? I've got it right here. Okay. <laughs> Holly, Holly, do you have the timpani? Yes, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. here we go. Holly, roll that timpani. Okay, crush of the year for the My Talkies 2023 is <gasps> Austin God. Nobody wants to hear from me. Take it away, Lori. Oh, Austin, I want to present this to you in person with my friend Julia. We'll dress up like little gold statues and starts getting weird here. So. <laughs> I'm so excited. I called it yesterday. I said we were going to win five. We were going to win five. Yep, and you, you I was have. dragging. I was smack talking. Well, rightfully so. Congratulations. Uh, oh my out. gosh. I'm what so you, excited. What are you going to do on another day off? <laughs> yeah, like oh. of the shows that want a day off, they're the show that gets the day off. There's a little irony there, isn't is there not? it? I mean, they've been here the longest, so naturally they have the most vacation time, which they should. They've been here forever and they started the station. And because of them, we have jobs. So. so we're going to be filling in on Lori and Julia. That was the end of the second annual My Talk Awards. Dawn, what do you think we should do for our hour? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. On the Lori and Julia show. I have show. all kinds of ideas. Oh, okay. Shoot. We can we have want? We have a couple of strategies we can do here. Okay. We can either um, do... So many amazing things, or we can do things to ruin it. (laughs) 
to ruin make it. it. Awful. What would we be ruining? I mean, just like ruin it and make it's like it's their show time slot. Yeah, they but don't we're care. like, um, we could read, you know, like you said, the yeah. back of the toilet paper bag. That's true. I don't know. So okay, so we've Go got to options. A buffet. I, I would like to go broadcast to broadcast live from a buffet. Well, I was thinking if we had had to do the whole day, we needed to broadcast from home and uh, I'd kick things off with a little dog walking. Mm-hmm. You could kick uh, things off at one of your Pokemon gyms. <laughs> right. And Mike, uh, where would you take us if you could? I, I think what we should do for at least one segment is we should do Dawn doing an impression of Bradley, doing an impression of me, doing an impression of Prince Harry, reading a segment of Spare. <laughs> That's what I think. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. West Coast for life. It's Holly Roberts from all, uh, well, Hollywood, beyond, maybe New York, the Big Apple, all the stories from celebrities right here. Hi, Holly. Hello, Don. Hello, Bradley. We're quite possibly starting in the UK this afternoon. Fun. What's going on over there? Well, actor Rupert Everett is challenging a claim made by Prince Harry in Prince Harry's memoir, Spare. Oh, I don't remember. What What did he say? What did he say about Rupert Everett? No. Rupert Everett has something to say about Prince Harry. Oh. oh, okay. What's he saying? And what Prince Harry wrote about himself in his memoir, Got Spare. Okay. Uh, in a new interview with The Telegraph, Rupert Everett is challenging the way that Prince Harry had his first uh, sexual experience. Um, well, how would how Rupert Everett know? know? And if he does, that's creepy. Well, apparently he does know. Because what Rupert Everett is saying about Prince Harry's story, that he had his first time in a grassy field behind a busy pub mm-hmm. in 2001 around that time, Rupert Everett is saying that's not necessarily true. Adding in a new interview, by the way, I know who the woman he lost his virginity to is, and it wasn't behind a pub and it wasn't in this country Interesting. Well, maybe he doesn't actually know yeah, the right story. Yeah, maybe he doesn't know. He said, I'm just putting it out there that I know. Okay. okay. So, so I do. I, I just don't feel like he hasn't, Harry has any reason to lie about this. Yeah, I don't know. But I, what I will say is I think Rupert Everett is hilariously um, coming out of nowhere. Like, I can't think of the last time I even thought about Rupert Everett, the 90s called, and they want their British comedic actor back. Um, it's funny to me that this is how he chooses to pop up into headlines this nobody knows how you lost your virginity except for you i mean generally speaking i mean the only person that actually knows is you well the other person no you could lie to them oh sure i'm saying like no okay sorry i'm so angry about that holly i just think it's ridiculous that he thinks he knows i take no offense (laughs) i don't I don't have a personal it's not stake her in personal, any of these yeah. stories at all. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just telling you the headlines so mm-hmm. that you're in the know. Speaking of being in headlines and in the know, Austin Butler says that he's finally getting rid of his Elvis Presley accent. It's about time. Yeah. Oh, I love it, He's though. beautiful, whatever his accent. Uh, yeah. I mean, he can do the Elvis accent. He could do a, a, a fake British accent like we try to do. He could do a really crappy Australian accent. I don't care. Sure. He's still beautiful, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Austin Butler admitting this on the Graham Norton show. He's wrapping up his tour of press duty for the movie Elvis. All that will culminate in the Academy Awards that are happening in March. He nominated for Best Actor. But Austin Butler said, you know what? I'm getting rid of the accent, but I've probably damaged my vocal cords with all of that singing. He did add that one song in the film Elvis took 40 takes. Wow. 
I need to see that movie. I keep putting it off. Oh, you haven't seen it. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Bradley. I know. Go see it. Okay, I promise. Okay. <laughs> it's on HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, That's where all the good stuff is. You know what? The movie Elvis, it's all right. It's three hours, right? Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's the thing that keeps me from starting, honestly. And half of it's just a concert movie, a recreation yeah. of Elvis performances. And in my opinion, Tom Hanks is Colonel Tom Parker. Horrible. Is, yeah. Sorry, I, I jump. I jump your gun. A slightly disturbing. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. It it reminds me of uh, the voicing of a cartoon. Oh. It's so yeah. terrible. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll put that off for a while. And like, it, he looks like some kind of Rankin Bass. Oh, sure. Um, like oh, he's like no. the heat miser. Yes. <laughs> like that side I profile that is like, is that, um, oh, what's the, uh, never mind. I'll have to think of the villain. I think it's in Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks, he looks like he's trapped in the uncanny valley. Tom Hanks mm. is Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah. So, you well, know. get ready. Cause that's going to happen again. Right. Isn't I he in know. another movie? They're going to de-age him. Yes. The, so that movie that you're talking about, Bradley was just announced the other day where Tom Hanks and Robin Wright mm. are in a new movie directed by Robert Zemeckis, who uh, directed them in the movie Forrest Gump. Mm. And apparently they're going to go underneath, uh, undergo a massive de-aging digitization, whatever. Digitization? <laughs> Look, Robert Zemeckis, bless his heart. He's, he's, made, he's working. He gets a pass. Yeah. Because he directed Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh-huh. One which of Holly's is, all-time favorite yeah, movies. Which is peak Hollywood filmmaking. Oh. It, it peaked in 1988. That movie had a huge impact on little me. Yes. Sitting in the movie theater. Watching that movie for the first time, being like, wow. Yes. Cartoons I, and people together. Well, I could talk for an hour about why I that know movie you could. was the zenith of Hollywood, and it's just been downhill from there. <laughs> do you want to do it on the last hour of Lori and Julia on our show, the whole hour that we do? she got to do a whole hour, too. I yeah. know. Do you want to do it in our slot? We'll just go, this is Holly talking, and then we'll go, and we're back, and Holly <laughs> more on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I don't think that Lori and Julia's audience would appreciate me well, taking the a idea. deep dive on the filmography of Bob Hoskins. But if somebody wants that, I'm here for you. But I gotta go. Holly, Bye. thank you for being here for us every day at 12.15 for a Dirt Alert. Of course, you can catch her on the morning show. And when we come back, Mike's got blind items right here on My Talk 107. Bradley, that's Mike. I'm Dawn. Uh, thanks for joining our show. And uh, we have some blind items from Mike. We do. It's a Friday. Let's go through some blind items here. Uh, We'll start things off with this one. As much as they would like having the place, the illiterate one and her husband actually can't afford the house being sold by this A-list everything in her mind celebrity. They probably could not afford it at the price point. She bought it at several years ago either. That's J-Lo sold as selling her mansion. Uh Uh-huh. And what is the illiterate? So it's a... It's a Meghan Markle. Oh, yep. fill in the blanks, please. Uh, as much as they would like to, Harry and Meghan can't really afford the huge estate or huge house being sold by J-Lo, even though they probably, like I said, would want to. They probably couldn't afford it back when it was at its original price point several years ago either. Yeah. Oh, no, that's Ugh. I want them. Well, mm. We heard this, right? Like, I, I didn't read the story, but I saw headlines. They were giving Meghan a hard time about not being able to afford like a really expensive mansion. So that in some way I'm assuming is connected to this story. Yeah. 
I believe so. I don't know well. what the actual reported story yeah. is, but that does that does Ring a bell. jibe. Yes. Okay. They, uh, yeah, she apparently has listed, or actually, uh, not apparently, it has been listed, the Jennifer Lopez ma- uh, massive Bel Air ha- uh, mansion at $42 million. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, yeah, who, who, who could afford that? Well, people. the insanely rich, yes. which I know we think there's like four of them. There's a lot more than that, and That's it's right. not us. And we don't even know their so, names. Right? Not that I'm bitter, but I actually don't <laughs> want a $45 million house, to be quite honest oh with you. Gosh. I would take like an $8 million home. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine with that. I don't need no $45 million because who's going to be in that house except for me, and Jamie, and a dog? I had a friend who lived in some type of a mansion and when I lived in Dallas, and it was like a $10 million home. Mm. Okay. And she grew up she very rich. Fancy friend. She said, told me like what the electricity bill was and what it cost to just like do the upkeep on the yeah, home no every thanks. month. And it was like, Something insane like twenty thousand dollars. You mentioned taxes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. And there's yeah. And that was just like a ten to fifteen million dollar home. Rich people gonna rich. Mm -hmm. That's right. Let's hear another one. All right. This foreign born actress who got her start on a massive movie franchise before crashing and burning on projects that actually use her as the focus now tries to pretend that she's an activist, but she does a terrible job at that as well. She doesn't donate any of her her, her own money. Meanwhile, her biggest foil has donated nearly a million dollars of actual money to various women's rights organizations. So, oh, Anna de Armas. No. Okay. Okay, so foreign-born uh, actress, is she married to someone famous? Uh, Not that I'm aware oh, of. Okay. I don't think so. Oh, God. Oh, Who is no. This? And no, foil. I'm... She has a foil. Oh, she has a foil. Uh, again, according to NT, NT lawyer. lawyer. Like so, somebody, like a nemesis. Yes, and they're both known if it's led down the right way. They're both really well known, and they both have similar career trajectory, which okay. I guess is why he's saying they're Got it. foils. Are they both singers? No. Okay. Oh, actress, you said. Yes, they started. I'll go through it one more time here. It was a long one. This foreign-born actress got her start on a massive movie franchise before crashing and burning on projects where she was the focus. Now she tries to pretend she's an activist, does a terrible job of that as well, and doesn't actually donate any of her own money. Meanwhile, her biggest foil has donated million dollars in actual funds to various women's (sighs) rights organizations. I feel like somebody who was in a franchise and then it got flopsied when she took the helm. No, uh, I wouldn't say that. Oh. So it's not like Gal Gadot. No. Okay. Oh, oh. What what female was she wait. Is it a movie actress? Yes. Okay. Like comic DC Marvel experience? Nope. Oh. Oh, a franchise that's not superheroes. Okay, Correct. then this should be easy. Is it like a Twilight? Nope. Okay. Is it like a fantasy? Yep. Oh, fantasy. okay. Oh, oh, oh. Amelia Clark. No. Whoops. Harry uh, Potter somebody? Emma. Emma. Button. The no. Spice Girls. No. What, what's her name? Emma Watson? Yeah. Oh, Bradley. Bing, bing, pew. Okay, oh, so wow. who's her foil? So let's, yeah, let's um read that again. Okay, fill in so the blanks. according to this, no, well, we, we're still, we, still going to look for her foil, too. Oh, There's shoot. one more side Yeah, we still got well. blanks to fill in. Now, they don't give a lot on that one, so if you don't get yeah, it, that's fine. But this foreign-born actress, so Emma Watson, apparently... Or, 
this is all from the NT lawyer, of course. Uh, uh, Emma Watson started her career off on Harry Potter and mm-hmm. crashed and burned whenever she was actually the focus of any project that she's tried to do. And she now is uh, switched her gears to trying to be an activist, but she's terrible at that as well and never donates any of her own money. However, her biggest foil has donated nearly a million dollars of actual money to women's rights organizations. I will say as the hint, her like I said, her foil or who they're referring to here has a very similar Kurt. A career trajectory. Not the same movie franchise. Not the though. same movie franchise, but another massive movie franchise is where she got her start about the same time. Foreign born. Foreign born, yes. Oh, Kristen Stewart is an American, isn't she? She is, and it wasn't okay. the Twilight. Yeah, not okay. Twilight. Okay. Oh, man. Um, uh, okay, so not Twilight, but a big franchise, not like a Lord of the Rings franchise. Nope. Is it a fantasy sci fi franchise? Yep. Is it more sci fi than fantasy? Yep. Is it like a Star Wars? Yep. Oh, what's her name? Um, Ray. Zoe Saldana? Nope. No, not Zoe uh, Saldana. Who's in the Star Trek? Star Trek or Star Wars? Wait, did you see Star Wars? I said Star Wars. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Ray. Whoever Lana played Ray, Del Rey. I forgot. Nope, because remember, this is back at the same time around Harry <laughs> Potter-ish. Or earlier on, they were younger when they got their start. Okay. Uh, oh! Who? Kate. Not Kate Winslet. Um... Who's who's in uh, Star Wars? Like the the middle ones, right? Mm-hmm. The middle ones, Queen Amidala. Oh 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 oh, just, oh gosh! Uh, Queen Amidala. You know, Queen Amidala. She's doing trade negotiations, Catherine, which is so interesting. No, for what's kids. her name? Louise. Louise, look. That's well, your what are you coming name. up with? That's your do- well, I can't think because you keep saying things like Louise. You're thinking of Natalie Portman. Natalie yes! Portman. Thank you. Is it her? Uh, oh, my but remember, God. remember who was her? Also with her, her, yes. her second, her double. Yeah. Oh. And she also went on to the pirate series. Kira Knightley. There you go. We got there. We Dawn. got there. Congrats. Nicely done. Pulled that out of. Again, NT lawyer is saying that Emma Watson is basically trying to go the way of Kira Knightley, but she is way worse at it. Ooh. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's too bad. That's okay. It. Oh, geez, that was a hard was one, a but hard it felt one. good. It was, you know, good and hard. Satisfying. It's not bad, mm-hmm. always. Mm, let's move on. I don't want to do this one. Why? Why, Because it makes me sad in oh, my insides. While out of the country promoting his new movie, this beloved A-list, mostly movie actor, is cheating on his longtime wife. Okay. The Rock? That would tie into the one earlier this week, but... Yeah. Is it somebody we've already mentioned on the show today? Yeah. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? Yeah, this Who is... Who wants to sleep with Tom Hanks? Oh my Hanks? God, you are so anti-America's <laughs> dad. America's da- dad? It's so Tom like America's Hanks, daddy. he's an icon! Wasn't oh. America's dad Bill Cosby? <laughs> oh. Don, why do you have to bring up Bill Cosby? Oh. We're trying to have happy America's dad is not oh, Tom Hanks. I think Tom Hanks is a national treasure, okay, but but I blanks. will I will say oh, yeah. that Enti Lawyer has long said that Tom Hanks is up to no good. All right. Oh, it'll God. Well, yeah, okay. So Tom, apparently while out of the country promoting his new movie, Tom Hanks is uh, cheating on his longtime wife. And it also came out a few months ago, and he said this, that uh, before his relationship started with Rita Wilson, he was married. And there was infidelity with Rita Wilson yeah. before he got with her, with his previous wife. Mm-hmm. So once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well. But we don't want to think mm. that about Tom I Hanks. I don't want to. 
Dawn doesn't care. She's like, whatever. Oh. There's a snake in my. Do boot. you not like Tom any, uh, any Tom Hanks? No, like... I think he's great in some things. Oh, I just okay. think now it was just Austin. Just, or, uh, I can't Elvis. see him as anything but Tom Hanks. Got it. It's just he's too well known. You know, I, I, and I, it's hard for him to transition into some type of a character actor. I don't think he's great at it. I, you know, I, I agree that like you always see Tom Hanks, but yet he's such an amazing actor. Like I have not cried, blubber cried as hard as I did watching Captain Phillips. An oh. amazing movie. Did okay. you did you see Captain no. Phillips? Yeah, I mean he was insane in that movie. Okay, but we don't know the real Captain Phillips. Like his voice, his demeanor so what i'm saying is he can't play other people or transform himself into you know i don't know i guess we didn't know colonel tom parker that well yeah i didn't know unless you were super into elvis it's okay you didn't have to like him in that movie it's fine oh no i didn't even see it i just yeah i don't know i think other people would agree with me they don't see anything but tom hanks yeah no that's why i said i don't even think it to me it doesn't even if i see tom hanks i'm like he's such a good actor in this role that it kind of you just lose yourself in the role. Okay. Um, Mike. Yeah. You did an amazing job with Thank blind you. items, even though it was a Friday and anti lawyer is not always at his best on Friday. Mm-hmm. You did the Do work. When we come back, uh, Dawn is going to tell us what dermatologists say we should be doing with our clothes. Do we wear them too much? Not enough. When should we wash them? Mm. When should we not? And she'll have all the latest when we return right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. It's Friday. We're so excited that you've uh, chosen us to listen to right now and to join us um, into the weekend. Uh, we have some news for you about. How much you need to wash your clothes. I found this interesting. Uh, But first, let's give something away. Yes, queen! Let's give away tickets to see Candace Candace Bushnell at Mystic Lake on May 13th. It's called Is There Still Sex in the City? And uh, we need caller number seven. Two tickets. 651-641-1071. Fabulous. Be calling number seven, please. Okay, Dawn, why are we, or how, rather, should we be washing our clothes? How did this all come down? Oh, my gosh. I just found it on uh, CNN. It was, they have a dermatologist, Dr. Anthony Rossi. He is at Memorial Sloan Kettering's Cancer Center in New York City and a fellow of the American Academy of Dermatology. He says that people tend to overwash and overhygiene themselves, especially in America, because we have the luxury to do this. Yeah. And we're a very like um, germaphobic society. That's right. Um, and he says, uh, you know, re wearing the same clothes on consecutive days, it's linked to avoiding decision fatigue. Wait a minute. What? What does that even mean? Well, Wearing the same clothes involves less decisions to make and less stress every morning. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, that's why I just buy like a bunch of navy blue t-shirts and I'm ready to go. That's right. Yes. Uh, So when to wash and when not to wash. The universal rule, and I think most people know this, is that if it is on a part of your body that just has a lot of natural bacteria, like microbiome yeast and bacteria... um, any place that you're going to sweat that breeds moisture, we're talking about your underpants. Oh, we're sure. We're talking about so, fungus on your feet. These are things you need to change every day. Socks and underwear. I hope people change their socks and underwear every day. I hope so, too. And there's one more thing that I didn't know. 
after reading this, I was like, okay, um, clothes worn in gyms. So it's going to be in contact with bacteria, like staff. Are you saying you wouldn't wear your uh, gym clothes? If or you do like, wear your gym clothes every day? So if I have a, like, for instance, I wear a work, I have wear like a t-shirt underneath a workout jacket. So I'm like, well, it didn't touch my pits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not getting this item sweaty. But he says that just the fact that you are laying down on a bench where other people are oh, sweating yeah. on the clothes Blah. now are it's like you it's very easy mm-hmm. to get those kind of bacteria well, and, and get those infections. I as much as I just said, we're all germaphobes. I think I am when it comes to the gym. Like I wipe things down before I use them Me because too. I don't know what people because I don't trust that other people practice no safe way. hygiene. So, yeah, I would imagine if you're touching your body on something, you want to wash it because it's just going to be carrying around some somebody's creepy crawlies. That's right. So even though you might think, you know, like my workout jacket, I don't sweat a lot. I don't know why. Yeah, you're lucky. Yeah. I am like a sweater. Like, yeah. I just look at a piece of workout equipment and I'm drenched. Yeah, same for MC. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I did not know that I should be washing that jacket every time mm, just because right. of the sheer fact so that you're it learning touched, stuff. Yeah, it touched the machine. Okay. Um, and then socks, he says, you know, it's so easy. Fungal infections on the feet and toes are just rampant. And that inside our shoes is the perfect environment for breeding fungus. It's warm, it's humid, and it's dark. Yeah, you need to dry out your shoes between every use. So, like, I do know that. I mean, myself included, mostly yeah. because, again, I'm a sweater. So if I didn't dry my shoes, like, you, it's kind of best to have two pairs of gym shoes if you work out every day because you don't want to have constantly mm-hmm. be putting your foot in wet shoes. And it takes a full-ass day. Oh, yeah. Well, he says out. that you should wash your shoes or at least the insoles in a washing machine at least once per month. Oh, okay. I could okay. see that. So I taking don't do the that, insoles but... out and washing yeah. them because it needs the hot, hot water sure. and to kill the bacteria. I could see that. Okay. Clothes that you can rewear. Um, you know, as far as your pants and your shirts, it's just a level of comfort and how much you're perspiring throughout the day. A lot of people wear undershirts. The undershirt would be something to wash every day, whereas your top shirt, you don't really need to wash. Um, if you shower before bed, some people have asked him, do I need to, I'm showering before bed. Do I need to wash my pajamas and just make dirty clothes every day? Um, he says, no, you could wear them for a week without washing them. Oh, okay. You can wear your PJs. Now, what if you wear your PJs all day? Um, no, well, that's different because you're not just in the sheets and washed and, yeah. you know, you're contaminated in contaminated environments i like to put I on my pjs the minute i get home so i'm wearing them <laughs> more too. than just bedtime yeah. oh yeah yeah although um, i did over the holidays i did look at pajamas i wanted to have a pair of fancy see it's so fancy i couldn't even say fancy right fancy pajamas yeah. i was like ooh, i want to have an actual pair of pajamas that i like put on before i go to bed every night i didn't because i was like this is too much work my I'm dad did that every night Aww. he had like that's old shorts, school though right little like uh i mean like not little little <laughs> But it's like a pajama set that my mom would um, like she would modify the longer ones and just make them like shorts and short sleeve shirts. That's adorable. So cute. Um, So anyway, uh, as long as it doesn't touch your skin, um, anything, you could probably wash it every two weeks. Why wouldn't outerwear such as jackets? They don't need to be washed more than once a month since they don't touch your skin. 
Now, jeans is a hot topic. He says that he's totally fine as long as you don't care about, you know, um, well, a lot of people don't like to wash their jeans because of the integrity of the fabric. So, but he says it's a more durable than others. But if you were to not wash your jeans for a month or two, he would have no problem at all. As long as they don't have stains on them or stink. Yeah, I think that's always a general rule. Like, I, I think that I broke up with washing my jeans constantly in the probably late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to just, like, like realize I don't need to wash, especially denim. Because, you know, the more you wash denim, the like fade more yeah, faded it gets. exactly what he's talking about there. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that was kind of kind of neat that um, he's like, hey, if you don't want to wash them for a month and wear them every day, it's okay. Also, if you want to get rid of the stink, put them in the freezer or stick them outside. I tried to do that with my shoes. Yeah. But when it thawed out, it just, you know, it didn't help. Oh, okay. Because they were, just some shoes get extra stinky. Well, it depends on, you know, what you're doing in them. Like (laughs) if you're getting sweaty. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Some shoes that I find that certain dyes like if they are black shoes, they get extra stinky. Oh, interesting. I don't know what that is. Yeah, about I don't know. Them, but uh, yeah. So I, I thought this is a pretty cool article and I'm going to put it on our show links page. What do you, uh, did you learn anything? Is there something you're doing now that you would do differently because uh, of these, these, la- tips. This, these tips of laundry advice? Well, I'm glad that he said about the pajamas, like you can wear them. For a week. Mm. And then also my workout jacket, I didn't know I was supposed to be just because it could, even though I wipe things down, it could brush up against something that has, um, you know, the nasties. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I the only thing. My that, winter coat. I didn't, I haven't been I washing wash my, it every month. No, I don't wash my winter coat every month. I no. might do it once a season. I'm going to But today, I also don't though. wear my, you are today. I, this weekend I'm going to oh, okay. wash this coat. Yeah. All right. Is it have to be dry cleaned or is it you just no. dump it in the washer? I just washer. put it in the washer. Yeah. Because yeah. it's fake. Um, it's fake inside. It's not real. Synthetic um, material. What am I talking about? The fluffy stuff. Sorry, down. my brain slowed down. Down. It's not yeah. real down. It's fake down. Mike, how, what's your washing routine like? Did you learn anything? I learned lots of things there. It's good to know on the on the jeans. That's awesome. Because I, too, I think I wash them too often. I, I didn't know that that was a thing. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll avoid watching, washing them so often. I like to wash my jeans to put them back into shape because I sure. stretch them out. Sure. And then I don't want a saggy butt in my <laughs> jeans, which yeah. I feel like I have now. I prefer a saggy butt in my jeans, so it's good. You like a little sag? You don't sure. want a tight jeans, Mike? I, I don't have a butt, so it works out well. Oh, well, darn <laughs> it. You just need to do more squats, I, I guess. Yeah. Get that or butt. just be happy with your saggy jeans. That's I mean, true. It doesn't it, matter. Everybody's got their own personal fit. It depends for me on the jeans. Like, there's some jeans I like saggy, some that I like to be a little form-fitting. You right. know, the ones that have spandex in them. True. Yep. Well, fabulous. Thank you, Dawn, for the laundry tips. Sure. Uh, dermatologist recommended. When we come back, we have to revisit this Jessica Simpson blind item that she dropped on us yesterday. Who Ooh. is that big celebrity that she was making out with who ended up being taken? He was cheating on his significant other. We'll talk about it because page six has some ideas. When we return on the second hour of the adventures of Bradley and Dawn.